This week, Facebook is in the process of launching a new Instagram app that collects all the data that you could ever imagine. We talk about it next. You're listening to The A-Game, an adcom podcast chronicling the week in media, technology, and agency life, featuring Joel Hammond, Jim Ganser, and Jeff Culleton. Welcome to the show. This is Jim Ganser, VP of Media and Acquisition at Adcom. And joining me as they do every week is Jeff Culleton, Media Director. Actually, you're not a Media Director. Yeah, that's fine. We'll director. go with it. We'll go with it. He's a, Now a he's direct. a Media Director. Uh, you know what I want to be now? Congratulations. Executive Producer. Executive Producer. Of just stuff. Things. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet, but I'm, I'm working on it. And uh, the, the President of the Green Bay Packers Fan Club <laughs> and, and PR Director. Joel Hammond. By the, the house. T- by the time you're listening to this, hopefully the Packers will have uh, dismantled the Chicago Bears like they did last year on opening night. Mike and I'll hurry to oh, get yeah. this how, up. How did they finish last year? How did the <laughs> hey, Packers listen, do? They had that one night, okay? That magical night when I was in Red Rocks, one barely getting my text through to you guys. Yeah. Well, uh, well, when you're listening to this program, you'll probably find that things happen exactly as they, they should. The <laughs> Chicago Bears will have destroyed the Green Bay Packers. But we're not here to talk about the Chicago Bears domination and the inevitable Super Bowl run. We are here to talk about Facebook once again. Jesus, inevitable um, Super Bowl run. <laughs> stop if if we've talked about Facebook before. Um, but there's actually some interesting information going on around Facebook. There's actually quite a bit of information going on about um, you know kind of the the bigger platforms this week, including YouTube, who was also um, find what I believe Joel crunched some numbers on this YouTube and point <laughs> <laughs> 0.1% 0.1% uh, fine of their their overall <laughs> revenue uh, for their Jeez. their misdoings uh, with uh, essentially targeting I mean it small seems children. like a big number <laughs> it's not it's yeah, not it's, it's 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 a sad day for you know hand slaps 170 and, mil on 136 bill Okay. So what exactly were the allegations on that? I think it was just that... uh, I think it was point shaving? No. (laughs) I think it was YouTube was relaxing its privacy standards for, like, the YouTube Kids uh, platform, right? Yeah, they were were basically... not taking care of the yeah. the children. Most vulnerable among yeah. us on an app specifically dedicated, not even just YouTube, yeah. YouTube kids, <laughs> only curated content. Yeah. Reminds me of the Seinfeld where, you know, you could, you could create the app. You just can't make sure the app is safe. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could just take reservations. You yeah. just can't hold them. <laughs> well, the good news is they're going to fix it this time. Thank so, goodness. Sure. You know, so I'm, sure, make they, sure, when I'm you, sure they got it. I don't, sure they I don't think my kids need to be on YouTube, although my son, Monty, does watch uh, competitive eating videos. As does mine uh, watch um, Demolition Derby after our recent visit to the county fair. Oh. Yeah. That's not bad. Yep. That's not bad. That sounds, that sounds safe. Mildly Dance violent. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> Just mildly violent. <laughs> Truckosaurus. So one of the things I wanted to talk about this week is uh, The Verge public, published an article, and it got picked up by New York Times as well, that... Um, Facebook is testing a new app, and it is positioned as an app within or adjacent to Instagram. So a lot of the same functionality that you would use with Instagram, you just use it with a smaller group of friends. Uh, the, the catch is it is going to automatically share information 
um, with that group without you opting into it. Yep. So maybe not immediately, um, like it's not just going to go Niagara Falls on you and just, you know, just pour out. They might like trickle along and they actually re- reference the fact that, you know, getting people comfortable with, you know, just the auto share and then just basically give more and more information as you go. So kind of strange. Um, not necessarily sure that, I mean, some people do share a lot on social media. Maybe but even overshare. Yeah. Oh. This this feels like an overshare situation. Jeff, would when you read through this, what was the first thing that came to mind? So a couple of months back, um, Mark Zuckerberg started to make this characterization about, you know, Facebook being a town hall uh, or a public square, excuse me, and then how how that is going to shrink down into a living room. And that's how privacy is going to start to take hold over the platforms um, to begin to fix some of the inherent deficiencies that have popped up in social media over time, which obviously they're a big part of. Um, This seems to be one of the, you know, kind of toe dips into that. What I'm hoping is that what it ends up, if, if this ends up becoming something useful, that it ends up becoming something useful in a different way than we know social media right now, because this is that this is just not fun. It's a data collection mechanism for them with more privacy um, for the user. But like, what's the point? I just outside of that, outside of data collection, what's the point of having a live tracker on your three best friends? or knowing what my heart rate is, or the fact that I just passed uh, you know, a BP gas station. I, I, I know what the point of that is for Facebook. I just don't know what the point of that is for the user. Well, what's the point of it for Facebook then? Massive data collection, the ability oh, to furnish oh. ads to people. I'm sorry, I thought with, you meant for a user on Facebook. For Facebook as a platform, yeah, yeah. they can say, I'm now offering you heightened privacy to the degree of you're in your own home, basically nobody else can see you. Um, but what, I just, I, if this is R and D, that's great. They have to roll through X number of these to figure out what fits. But oh my God, I just you want to talk about if if we're not in an overshare place now, what the hell is that going to be? And more importantly, who do you like enough <laughs> to want this level of visibility to? Yeah, here's, here's a couple of examples of what gets shared out automatically based on the report. Uh, location, where anybody is at any given time, auto-shared, speed, and battery life. I laughed my butt off at the battery life. Like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's like, you know, you're going to start, like, was it, is this a way to, to crowdsource, like, you need to plug in nah, yeah. you're, you're at 25 percent. if you're particularly anxious your spouse can see it and be like oh well honey plug in sure now is joel i know that we're kind of taking like a, a negative approach oh wow that just totally opened up is you well, ever like yeah it's like a bottle of wine there it just really started to breathe thanks mike yeah that was good <laughs> have you ever like been on an airplane and your ears plug up and maybe like half an that hour was exactly after, like what that was i was like, like whoa yeah. that like, happens to me every time we've I'm almost we've almost landed yeah exactly so we're almost landing this um this uh metaphorical jumbo jet of an episode <laughs> yeah jumbo it's a jumbo this is like a this is like a double decker this is how big this episode yeah. is for yeah sure. airbus yeah. yeah it's it's big um 
But are we being a little bit too critical on this? Is there something to be said for something like this? Because if you are an overshare on social media, this has got to be like a utopia. This is but like n- your this is like your white whale. I mean, there's no friction in sharing. No. You still Go ahead, have Jeff. all the fun of Instagram. I take my pictures, I put my little comment on there. Hashtag bears one hundred. Ooh. <laughs> Do the fire emoji after Hashtag that. Hashtag A Hashtag discount double check. But then it's also like 25% battery life and he's at discount drug mart again. Again. My God, what is he doing back there? Did you get saved the run around? Oh, all the time. Nice. All the time. Real nice. Hashtag ad. We should cold knock. Uh, Hashtag ad, cold knock. Their CEO. The, I'm not seeing the usefulness of it yet. And if, if it even turns into something, but the usefulness of... Knowing so here's here's use cases that I can see might make sense. Children. So this is basically I said this before. This is functionally like having a stream of your Fitbit data populated to a curated group of people, however big that curated group is. Most people don't want to know their exact Fitbit data at that speed. So maybe from a kid thing like you're giving kids a, a wearable and it it populates that stuff constantly but i other than that i just i don't see the per maybe some features come out of it but I, I just don't see the purpose of watching social data with that level of consistency so it, it's more the sharing really because share you, thank you sharing that data with that level of consistency it's I'm interchangeably using watching yeah but Maybe think about it as maybe if the functionality was parent to child, would that be a situation in which this might be useful? More acceptable is still too close. I think it's all, I think it's more so. So for a parent, I think that's useful. I don't know if a child is going to, well, obviously you you are going to listen to your parents. And if they say, hey, you're going to you? do this, well, obviously you're going to do this if, or you're going to lose your phone. Have you, uh, <laughs> have you met my children? <laughs> well, well, I have met mine. Yes. Um, I think it's more useful, you know, I, frankly, I think it's a, a, it's a test case for younger people, you know, I mean, so Facebook has had trouble. Um, I think Facebook's like struggles with younger people are a little overblown data still suggests that young people are using Facebook. But so, so but take that, um, you know, that concept that Facebook is not for young people. And here's another um a Facebook place that you can do what you can do on Snapchat. So Snapchat, you can share your your location at all times. Yeah. Some people don't. Some people do. But you can do it. So I think um, I think it's I think it's more for young people. I mean, I'm around these young people, and it's like they care about what everybody's doing all the time. Like my cousins are like on their you know on their phone all day, like like pictures and and whatever. Like it's just crazy. So I think it's it's more for um for you know, we're studying a little bit of Gen X right now, um which I know Jim knows um for a client and I think there's um a, a, a certainly a test and learn for there for those folks. Oh, Gen Z. Sure. Gen Z. Excuse me, Gen yeah. Z. Excuse me. You know what I think is interesting is it does articulate the constant need for reinvention. Like you get to fa- you get to Facebook size, the constant need for reinvention is got to be exhausting. And so from from our perspective, from a marketer's perspective, I actually think it's kind of cool because we don't sit in a stagnant environment. No. We can constantly be better than the next marketer if we're just willing to look at all of these adaption, uh, adoptions and, and changes that are happening in these platforms. It, working at Facebook, this has got to be, I mean, this has got to be hard. I mean, you're sprinting constantly. 
But for us, I think it actually, not saying that I agree with this or that this is going to turn out or whatever the case is, but we've constantly got opportunities. We've constantly got opportunities. And that part about it, I think, is awesome. One thing I wanted to bring up was, so before you choked and almost waterboarded and yourself, had to, leave, had to leave the room. Jeez. Good golly! Um, so the 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 selling point of this is you're doing this with a closed group, right? How how far down the road are are is the first headline going to be that that you know Facebook you know lost the data or like let you know so it, it's a group of it's us. inevitable yeah like two months down the road you're gonna hey your your closed group of 10 people it was actually watched by yeah. pri pi pirates or, or whatever pirates. actual seagull right. pirates have been yes. watching you this entire time just just reading this you know with all the with all the uh data privacy and stuff like that it's just like how long until your private group that you're well, sharing your yeah your location with at all times is going to be that's Compromise. the tough part is you get into scenarios, you know, you just say from a security standpoint, you know, are hopefully, uh, God willing, all of our children are going to grow up. Do you want somebody with nefarious intentions hacking into that, knowing where your kids are at all times? No, that's, I mean, there's obviously massive parameters around that. But, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, it, you build it up and somebody is going to attempt to hack and sure. pervert it. One more thing, Jim, that I had, I think we should drink every time I reference this uh, on the egging. You know, you're already doing this involuntarily. So theoretically, you yeah. know, you know, as we learned on To Live and Die in L.A., um, a great podcast. Great drink, podcast. Drink. Um, I think the, you know, the difference is, of course, that now this is going to be a voluntary thing. But, I mean, you're already, you know, doing this in certain areas, right? I mean, it's just crazy to think about that. Um, you're, you're giving this data away to whomever, well, authorities and this sort of thing. But anyway, sorry, Jim. How do you get that reference in? Do you think this is like, um, you know, Facebook adopted stories? Is this potentially just a, instead of buying Snapchat, we'll just put them out of business? Yeah, I think I think you you see all the time Instagram stories is like the biggest thing in in social media right now. Where did they get that from? Somebody else. Yep. You know, you mentioned you referenced earlier a constant, or I think Jim did um, a constant need for reinvention. You know, I think that's that's part of it as well. Like I mentioned Snapchat earlier, you can do this voluntarily on on Snapchat already. So I think it's a a um, you know a, a, an attempt to figure out what works best with other platforms and bring it to us because they've been slow at least on facebook side to to do that so the thing that i'm i'm struggling with when i'm, I'm re the first thing that i i think of when i read something like this is what are they trying to get away with i know it's it's probably not a healthy approach but when Skeptical. you think about it i mean the only thing that's really different here is the automatic sharing with others because Facebook has all this information. They have all this information, right? Or is there a privacy loop that they're jumping over by getting you to opt into it? Is that, I'm just, I'm trying to put the pieces together no, because- you make a good point. Because what I'm reading through here is they're saying that the benefit of frictionless design for Facebook could be a limitless stream of data to analyze and mine. How much more data do you need? <laughs> Seriously. Well, I mean, Jake, from a paid media person, uh, stealing the words right out of my mouth. So, I mean, is, can, can there ever be too much information? Now, maybe this becomes, and I'm, I'm going to put my media hat on just to kind of break this down a little bit. Like when you go into business manager for Facebook and you're targeting campaigns to groups, 
you can find audience segments that are pretty easily laid out based on first party behavior on Facebook. Some of it is I've opted in and I'm, this is my, my, um, picture. This is my age. I went to the school. I love tacos. <laughs> Taco Tuesday. Get it yeah. in before that patent. Hits. Yeah. Hey, listen, yeah. maybe, maybe I'm a fan of, the, of the, uh, the Buffalo bills. Maybe you are perhaps maybe you should be. So like there's certain things that you opt into and then there's behaviors that you have on Facebook. I like these types of things. Here's the types of things I comment on. I go on with frequency. These are the type of channels I follow what's in my feed. There's different things that you can, you can grab onto. And then there's also, um, more behavioral, uh, targeting that goes into play as well. It's based on past behavior. that's either on Facebook or off of Facebook. And that the keys to the castle is the fact that you've got the app and that app is linked in with your email. Your email is like the key to everything that you do. So as you work your way around the internet and you're still logged into Facebook, Facebook collects and grabs and collects and grabs. And they start putting it all together. So when we get to a point now, I, I wonder if it's maybe just the, the naming conventions and how specific you, you can be about like what, where you're targeting from an advertising standpoint, because all of a sudden I could potentially hit people that are going to, you know, uh, let's, let's bookend it discount drug mart three times a week. Save you the runaround. Exactly. So it's like, these are people that frequent these locations because it's, it's picking up like your device location and you've opted in to share all this information. So all of a sudden it's cool to be like, Hey, we're, we're going to, these people work in this area because we've deemed them to be in these areas during work hours, five days a week, consistently month over month over month. So now it's like this person clearly works at Adcom. So we're going to start to build an Adcom segment because everybody opted into it. That's how granular this can get. That's not to say that there isn't targeting that kind of groups it, but they don't, they don't like narrow their focus down that much. Yeah. So I guess you could pay a premium for something like that if you're an advertiser, because we know that people that work in adcom, you know, work upstairs from Starbucks. All of a sudden you start funneling in Do you we know, ever. <laughs> deals for Starbucks. Or, you know, if there's a, a major marketing um, summit conference in your in your about content. Yeah. About uh, about marketing in your hometown. Let's serve the people who have been to adcom. Hundred, you know, every single day. It's content those. marketing world. Hashtag sure. Hashtag yeah. content marketing. Same world. So maybe it's just the way that they organize their targeting. Maybe it's how they can potentially pitch this and sell within their own platforms. But I feel like they've got all this information. What I don't understand is, and maybe this is just my old age, the ripe, the ripe young age of forty-one. For mm. anyone that wants to know out there. I'm not. No, don't give me that too. I'm not 42 yet. You could just share that on Threads if you. Yeah. <laughs> just share your age. Just like your oh, age and on your birthday. Day. Just There's rapidly, you know. Every day. Your battery life as <laughs> well your, as your, your actual life. Your body's battery life. <laughs> well, it's actually, you know, you know, about 41% gone. <laughs> I mean, is it just going to go back to like old posts and repost things that you've said? <laughs> Wouldn't that just be easier? If just like. Can I do a quick shout out to yeah. the OG of marketing tactics? that you just called out. Who's that? Email. <laughs> Staying super relevant. Oh man, still works. Can I tell you something? I it, Email, I, I love email in a bunch of different ways. I think email is 
we have a client that uh, is in this space, not email specifically, but authentication. I think email is the heyday of email is just shifting from an authentic or from a marketing space to an authentication space as it becomes more of marketing white noise it's become actually becoming more of a really great authentication tool or continuing to be a really great authentication tool and just workhorse still going good job email way to stay relevant you're like the you're like the Will Smith of marketing cold tactics. knocks let's cold cold knock, cold knock email cold knock and email <laughs> I would email email. You would you? Yeah. I love email. I like just think it's great. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I struggle with it. I know. Well, I, we we know. all do. There's a relationship <laughs> that you have to build over time, and mm -hmm. that relationship takes constant nurturing. You know what Can I Can I, I tell you about? Go ahead, Jim. I Excuse was just going to shout out one other uh, media, <laughs> much overlooked Text medium. Messages? How about How about junk mail? Still getting it. Still touching it every Still day. Still getting it. Still getting it. Still touching Shout it. Shout out the junk mail. That junk mail. They know what they're doing. Like even in, in those little bundles of coupons that used to be in newspapers, people don't buy newspapers anymore. Uh, mail, don't worry about it. We're going to find you. We know where they live. We're just going to put it right in their mailbox. Everything that used to be just Stuffed in a newspaper God, on a yeah. Sunday. They you figured, don't read they the you don't out. read the circulars. You, you the Jeez. grocery store circulars. You get on Sometimes Wednesday I in the do. mail. Sometimes I you do. When looking it's for deals. When yeah, you get flip the app. I'm sorry. Flip two P's. I don't know flip. It's just basically circulars in an app. Oh, nice. And it's geolocated, and basically you just go to the grocery store and scan mm. your your stuff. Why would I need that? I'm already being served all this paper in my mailbox. Got all you getting served. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I like to look at it, and I like to carry it. I've said this multiple like times before. I love. You like to feel it. Magazines. I think I have a coupon That's in my in my wallet right now. Actually, you gonna do it now without coops? Oh, three dollars off uh, any purchase over twenty dollars. Oh man, I wish at, we were, uh, I wish we were on video viewers? right now because look at this. He cut it out. No, I cut it out. I did. He took his scissors from where? What is that? Oh man, this is gonna expire on the fifteenth. This is like a Costanza. And thing this right this here. ad is this ad is an, a half an inch by two inches, <laughs> and he cut it How out. How did you hang? It's like a it's like a raffle ticket. <laughs> Chinese restaurant. What's, the, num what's the number on the back, and what do you win? Well, there was uh, it was it was a pizza coupon on the back, but mm. I don't really I didn't like the pizza from that place. Can we uh, <clears throat> can we digress for a minute? Yeah. Okay. So ha it, haven't our, we already? Uh, no, nah, maybe I think not. We I think we're having a great time. You want to talk Packers Bears? Our right? listeners don't know this, but well, our listeners do know this. Tonight's the opening night of the NFL season, which I think we're all extremely excited about. Uh, 100 years. Sitting on my flanks on either side are a Bears fan and a Packers fan. And uh, the Bears and the Packers kick off the season tonight on Thursday Night Football. So what I would like is first from Joel and then from Jim, Jim being the Bears fan, Joel being the Packers fan, uh, I would like predictions on tonight's outcome. I mean, I like the Bears laying the three, yeah. <laughs> you know, Can we just do a straight-up win, loss, and points? Bears. What's the score? Oh, jeez. Uh, 24 to 13. You think Aaron Rodgers is only going to put up 13 I'm, I, points? I'm leery of the new offense. I, I'm not quite sure. You know, Rodgers did not play in the preseason. They've got a new offense. They've got a new coach. Um, there's, you know, there's a little bit of underlying worry about some power struggling going on. I'm not uh, – I think Ooh, it I could like be to a tough that. start. Just a quick sub-question to that. Does he keep the mustache for tonight's game? No. Oof, that's a shame he should. The mustache is great. Jim, your thoughts? Did you see his Canadian tuxedo when they went to Winnipeg? It was God, unbelievable. Good. So good. That dude, <laughs> actually, that dude, I respect that. Dude gets that. it. That dude that. gets it. 
Okay. Uh, my prediction for tonight is Chicago Bears 38. Oh, my God. Come and on. Green Bay Packers score seven in garbage time. Minus nine. Can we go back to Rodgers? Did you Without see... Aaron Rodgers because he's hurt. Did you see it there? Kickoff party. Just Khalil repeatedly Mack. sacked by uh, Khalil Mack. Did you see at their kickoff and party that Rodgers and the three like garbage QBs they had in camp <laughs> yes. dressed up as uh, uh, a Ben Stiller and well, no, I'm sorry, Happy uh, Chubbs, Ben Stiller, and then who was the other one from Happy Gilmore? Rodgers was Ben Stiller's <laughs> male nurse or the caretaker yeah. character. It was unbelievable. It was so good. God, was, was it the it was uh, who was the fourth one? Was it the caddy? Well, Chubbs, Chubbs, Happy, the nurse, and then who who's the fourth one? I can't remember who the fourth one was. Anyway, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, but I it was, was, was Rodgers gets it. He he might have serious family issues, and he might be dating Danica Patrick, but he, he's funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. You know, people don't love Danica Patrick. They make a lot of jokes about Danica really? Patrick. Yeah, just her record in NASCAR. And I'd like to see them try to drive that car. It's fast. <laughs> Really fast. Yeah. If if Aaron if, if Aaron Rodgers' mustache was a social media platform, what would it be? <laughs> Do you think Aaron Rodgers' mustache could win Instagram a stories? Race? Instagram stories. It's that good. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, what do you think? I'm not even following that up. He hit it out of the park. <laughs> I'm trying Fran, to think of Fran a Bears. Reyes over here. I'm trying to think mouse. of a Bears joke, but I can't. Um, if Joe Madden's contract status was a was a social media platform, would it be fa- Facebook threads? <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough crowd today. <laughs> oh, be, come on. That's funny. Me- it'd be Messenger. You know that's what I, funny. So, <laughs> it'd be Messenger for sure. <laughs> you know what I would love? <laughs> I would love Joel to tell us where our loyal listeners mm. can find us. Well, by golly, you can follow us on, at the A Game Podcast on Twitter and also the Adcom Group on Twitter. Let's go. And also Let's check out go. our Instagram channel, the Adcom Group, where our executive producer, Mike Pauks, puts out all kinds of fire stuff. Multiple fire emojis. Oh, so many emojis. Also, one of the things we're going to be doing here in the near future that you'll start seeing is where you're going to be bringing in special guests from both inside and outside of the organization. Let's go. To add a little, uh, add a little flavor to our gumbo here. Mm. And I'm excited for it. So if you want to go to any of those social channels and make suggestions on who we should bring onto the show. So as the kids say, you are here for it. You, oh man, am I here for it. (laughs) And make suggestions on who you'd like to see on the show or who you'd like to hear on the show. We'd love to hear it. Love it. Do you guys think that 38.7 was strong? It was too strong? A little strong. I'm kind of a homer. A little happy. I've, I gave my brother some takes earlier that I don't know. You'd be embarrassed if they made it public. I'm laying the three. Come on. Let's go. I'm laying the three. Jeff, you're laying the it'll three. Probably be clo- the three. It'll probably be closer than 38 to seven. And I've been watching this rivalry for far too long to be <clears throat> incredibly comfortable as I'm projecting. I think there's a chance that Aaron Rodgers and his new offense and his new coach come out and just beat the living hell out of the Bears. However, yeah, I, I think, think there's zero chance of that. Oh, okay. The living hell. I think if finding a way to win, maybe. Okay. The living hell. Come on. Maybe strong. Come on. This conversation is going to be outdated by by the time people hear this, but that's fine. They can right. look back and laugh at Jim for being too. Mitch, Mitch Trubisky. Mitchell. Forty touchdowns this year. Mitchell, Forty touchdowns. Mitchell the missile. Forty. You know what we should talk about next week? Football related and marketing related. Yeah. Is progressives' use of Baker Mayfield? Oh, yes. A new national campaign. Let's and talk about the experience that they put on at their headquarters. Yep. I mean, that's like a textbook. Like, how do you, how do you like, 
make a splash with a how to take advantage of this thing you're paying a massive amount of money for how to take advantage of that i'm going to dog ear that one yeah. for next week but i think yeah. that we're is put a, a pin in that we're going to put a pin in that because that is a um i think progressive potentially getting in on the ground floor or something big if it doesn't work it doesn't work but more to come loyal listeners thank you for tuning in remember if you're listening and you haven't subscribed please do so we'll find you uh, not in a not in a bad way we're just going to be in your feet not in an instagram threads way no <laughs> listen in next week uh, we're going to talk a little baker we're going to talk a little progressive until then enjoy the football game Go love Bears. you dad